0: do realize uh, I had pseudo-screwed up the last little podcast episode. I forgot to put the details in. So it got published with a title and description that was just the letter D. Which is pretty dopey. <laughs> pretty pretty stupid. Um, also, I have this Bluetooth keyboard. I did try this thing. Kind of sucks. This thing's kind of a piece of shit. I'm not going to lie. It's It's not great. It's really not great. Uh, I may end up throwing that in the trash because I feel like when you type on it, there's a lag and like some of the keys feel like they're not as responsive. I don't know. It's just not doing so hot. To be honest. But I hope the rest of your weekend was fine and well and good. We're going to be continuing on with some of this St. Augustine distillery gin. So... I actually had a pretty nice weekend. Uh, Friday. Mm-hmm. Friday, uh, I had, uh, like, a doctor's appointment, um, chiropractor appointment earlier. And then in the evening, um, why am I suddenly at a loss for what the hell I did in the evening? Black Cat's Poppy says, okay. Hi, Black Cat's Poppy. How are you? How's the breathing there in Colorado for those of you who are unaware by the way Colorado's air is in a really bad spot uh it's getting all of the smoke coming over from California these fires in California the air quality there is really bad uh so hopefully there's some wind that shifts or blows and gets that out of there and gets you some relief but um yeah Friday I can't uh, for some reason, remember what the fuck I did on Friday. What'd I do on Friday? Hmm. Anyway, uh, doesn't really matter. Saturday was a relaxing day for me, it was very nice. Um... Black Cat's feet are cold, probably have gunk junked up in your ticker. I mean... You could have ghost toe. I have ghost toe problems. I'm having problems like I'm the sweatiest overheated man thing creature in the world. Except my feet constantly get cold in the winter. I don't understand it. It's really bizarre. But I think I damaged them through my Arizona trip. Oh, God. I still got to tell the story of that someday. But Saturday was a nice day for me. I really just took the time to chill out. Um, Got up kind of late. Had a leisurely afternoon. Yeah, got a few things done. But just kind of went out to eat. Took the motorcycle out and about. You know, made some phone calls I had to keep up on. And then I watched uh, <laughs> Black Cat. Go- oh no, not the toe. Yeah, you don't want ghost toe ju- with juice coming out of your ghost toe. Nobody likes that. That's a that's bad. Ghost toe is not good. It's not good. But I watched the last season of the show Bosch that was on Amazon, uh, starring T- uh, Titus Welliver, Amy Aquinto, Lance Reddick. Um, can't I think those are uh, Mimi Rogers? Mimi Rogers. Um, great, great show, really good. This is the last season of Bosch on Amazon. And man, what's crazy to me is I'm like that show's been on seven seasons. So like almost seven years of that show? But I guess it has been. Uh, it's been on for a long time. I really enjoyed that show. I think it's a great sort of crime detective show. Uh, just some good characters on it. This light's too bright. Turn it down. That's better. Uh, some great characters on that show. And I really, um, really, really enjoyed it. I don't want to spoil the end, but if the end of that show is an indication of where it's going next, that could be even better. Uh, that may be just absolutely awesome. I can't, I can't wait for that. i to adjust this down a little bit too, I think. Get this light. Let's try and adjust it. Just a little bit. <laughs> I think that's better. Okay, that's better. Patrick Curran, 251. Hello. Patrick 251, how was your weekend uh, this weekend? Were you able to relax at all, spend any time uh, praying, time with your family, chilling out, resting, relaxing? It's important to get that rest and relaxation and recharge on the weekends. So, Saturday, in that regard, was pretty chill. Um, didn't really get, um, didn't really get too much like productive done, but I did finish that season of the show. Uh, show. Went for a motorcycle ride, that was all nice. Um, just got some stuff squared away. And then today, today went uh, with a friend of mine. We went up to this brewery. Uh, uh, sort of went up there for lunch. And they had the nicest little kind of setup there. And and what I mean by that is they had this um, little roving pizza oven, like a stone-fired pizza oven that was uh, like wood-fired, wood-cooked. And they, they had this pizza oven outside in the parking lot. And they had these uh three or four young folks i would say they look like they were in their early early 20s early mid 20s making these homemade pizzas and those pizzas were fantastic uh, i got a regular pepperoni pizza with pineapple now again outside of the joking about pineapple on pizza yes or no this place their ingredients were top notch the pineapple was really fresh and delicious. The pepperoni was very good. The cheese, the bread, everything. I I can't understand why more of these breweries or distilleries or what have you, I can't believe there aren't more people kind of doing the food truck thing. And even if you're not going to buy a full, complete food truck, okay, this looked like they had an SUV and maybe two pickups. So they had one that was pulling the pizza oven. They had one that had the rest of the tables and everything else in the back, in the tent. And then they had one that looked like it was carrying the rest of the supplies. And then the supplies were also all in the cabs. So you gotta figure, three pickup trucks. Let's just say, for shits and giggles, they're all EcoBoost pickup trucks that get fairly good mileage. Man, they set that up and they're cranking on pizzas all afternoon. Delicious pizzas all afternoon. I'm like, man, between that or tacos, I mean, yeah, I joke about the conies and hot dogs thing, but man, some of these breweries try to get, yeah, it was a pizza truck. It, it, it was better than a pizza truck. They had a stone fire, wood, uh, wood fueled pizza, like a pizza oven outside set up by these tables. They had like a mini little area they set up in the parking lot with a little tent plates silverware all that kind of stuff and then you take a number so you get your pizza on there and then you could either sit outside or you could go inside and you bring the number and they had nice big bold numbers on these little plastic placards and the girl would just come in here's your food and that was that separate from the inside so you paid outside that took care of that out there and I've often said, I know food seems like such a lucrative item for a place like a brewery or a distillery to have. And the place that I worked at had that for a time. But it it works and it doesn't. Like what you end up with is it clogs your kitchen. So now your servers that are in some cases struggling to both serve the drinks, but also be a little bit of entertainment. Right, like I go to the bar, I go to a brewery like that because I also want to talk to the wait staff. It's a place to be social. But if they're so slammed that they're now also managing a kitchen along with the drinks, it doesn't work very good. You can do a setup like this and then have people with a variety outside. You know, you can have a rotating thing that's there once a week or a couple days a week. Maybe you have two or three of them and they flip-flop. But that way then... You you aren't handling the overhead and the supply. And if something happens, that place can go somewhere else or blah, 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 blah. I can't believe that, especially in this like era of COVID, that more like that hasn't been done. King Dinosaur says, in my opinion, the best PSA here started out that way at a truck with a wood fire oven. Now they've moved into an actual building. Delicious. Dude, truck with the wood fire oven. I love it. I'm like, dude, just make rove a Roving Pizza Party. And I like the idea of having an actual building. But there's also part of me that just goes, why don't you just keep the food trucks outside and the building that you get, just make the building be seating. Don't have... No, you still go outside and you get the food outside and then you just go in there and you eat and you do whatever you're going to do. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of creative ways you could do that would still work and, and be all right. So... We were at this brewery and had fantastic pizza. Uh, had some really, really good drinks. I love that place. I love going up there. I need to get off my ass and, and go up there more often. I, I do have a, a sponsorship for their mug club, so I get bigger drinks with better stuff. You know, you get some rare stuff. Uh, King Dinosaur liked the truck better. They had a little tarp covered patio, which he thought worked fine. That was this thing. They had a little one of those little pop-up like pagoda tents with some tables, and then just some chairs. and I feel like you could just make like gazebo style seating. It's just an overhead shelter. You get an overhead shelter with a fiberglass or metal roof, just on a concrete slab, with just some picnic tables, chairs, whatever. Look, you could power wash it down at the end of the night. You make all the stuff be basically wood and plastic and whatever. So that, again, you can just hose it all down at the end of the night. And they just, they had one that was like that by me. It was just in a chained parking lot. It was just in a parking lot. It used to be some other place. I can't remember what was there. And it got closed. So that guy started a barbecue truck there. So they do barbecue truck in that lot. And he's got this great uh, barbecue smoker that they have out there. And then you order and you just kind of set out in the lot. Loved it. Loved it. Great barbecue and just neat. It just makes you feel different and cool. Don't know why there isn't more of that. Especially, like I say, given the COVID thing, I'm surprised more places didn't convert to, well, fine, this is just outside now. There's some heaters and stuff here. Maybe there's there's some small fires and some little drums or whatever. You just sit outside. You get your food over here, and then, yeah, you can eat it here in the lot. There's some provisions, garbage cans, that sort of thing. But otherwise, like, just fucking sit wherever you're going to sit, and I don't really care. You want to sit over there and play cards? Fine. It's just a fucking giant lot. You know, you could do that with a cigar sort of a thing, too, right? I imagine you might get the neighbors mad, but if you did it in a place that was a little bit more of an industrial park setting, Shit, you could you could set up a place that was covered. You could you could say, look, I'm gonna have some like waters or whatever here, but you don't like you don't pay for those. But like you want to come here and smoke some cigars, you can. You just have to be a member of our club. You pull the you pull the you pull the Dallas Buyers Club. You notice people tend to be friendlier and talk to each other at the truck more than you see if it was a regular restaurant. Yeah, right, Black Cat. What do you think about that? Do you feel? Do you feel there's some roving caravan picnic esque close feeling thing about that? Whereas most people, when they go into a restaurant, they're there to just be private with their table. I feel like, especially in America, you know, you have your table and you're sitting at your table. You know, there aren't a lot of long style table seating where everybody shares. You know, like European style. There's one place that's around here that's like that. Um, they have these big long tables and kind of everybody sits together. But again, I, I think about that a little bit and go, yeah, but in the land of COVID, even more so, people probably want to have some distance and sit apart. Well, so then have small little tables with some movable chairs and allow people to just kind of move around. You want a larger group over there because you're sitting with your folks? Well, then go over there. You want to sit over here? You want to be a little separable? Well, then sit over there. You want to talk? You want to. Chill out more by the food truck. Too, too. Go ahead. Yeah, I like and I like that idea of getting just like a, a shelter to cover you from like rain or snow or bugs or whatever. It doesn't have to be indoors. It's just a it's just a shade. And you just pile drive that down in the concrete so it doesn't blow away and done. In this parking lot that they had for this barbecue, I'm kind of surprised they didn't do that. I went there in the winter. I went there when it was snowing, and I sat outside in the snow and ate my barbecue. It was beautiful. It was super cool, super cool. So I thought that was I thought that was neat. I really was impressed with the pizza at this place, and uh, I would like to go back when they either have that or something similar if they have other food trucks that are around, I think the idea of a food truck like that is just kind of cool in general, especially since now you can have the little credit card swipers that just work with a cell phone. I imagine it used to be a bigger hassle when it was, well, it's cash only. And then this and that, okay, now sure. Fine. Pay with cash, bring some cash, but largely just be like, look, it's just, it's card driven only. Sorry. And, uh, I think in a certain sense, probably more people pay with more of that now, especially younger people. I I almost never carry cash anymore, but cool little thing. Great, great afternoon of some great food and some great drinks. Uh, It was really nice. They had, they had a sour at this place that was really sour. And, um, the girl that was tending bar, she goes, oh, you know, we have this. Uh, this they call it like the rasp dragon. It's a it's a a a wine, and she goes, if you take a little bit of that wine, you add it to the sour. I think it makes a really good drink. So I was like, oh yeah, I'll 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 try that. So she comes back. She has a little sample. It was fairly tasty, but a little too much on the sweet sweet side for me. And I was like, I said, tell you what, what if you take your other pilsner? And then you have a thing there that you can make any beer a shandy. So take three fingers of the Pilsner, make that a shandy. So now you have about three fingers of a shandy beer. And put that in the rest of a mug filled with the sour. She's like, hmm. I was like, just trust me. So anyway, we make that. Delicious. All the servers were like, holy shit, that's fantastic. It's like, I know. You need you guys need to get, like, a, a secret menu where you can, like, order. Hey, I want the, you know, the lemon sour or whatever. Mmm. Bill lost track of time. You know, it's weird. You can lose track of time, but time never seems to lose track of us. Ain't that, ain't that the thing? Be nice every now and then. It's like, oh, shit, I forgot to aid you here. Ha, sorry. I guess you get a free one. Uh, Black Cat might try a Viking longhouse. It's like... The outside in, chew on some carcasses, throw them off to the side, fires and roast hogs. So being outside, it's okay and fun to be slobbier. You you may laugh at that, but I actually had, was drawing up a a business idea for a restaurant at some point that was set up like that very thing. And what you would have is you'd have the inside. So I'm going to talk this out loud. And somebody's going to steal this idea and then they'll be millionaires and I'll be fucking broke. But what it was, is it was, imagine a largely square building, and then inside the square building, you had an area that was sort of down in the floor. So like two levels, right? So think about a, a middle square inset down on the floor. Middle inset square down the floor. Down there, you have an area that is chained off with a, like a chain link fence. It's like chained off with a chain, chain link fence. And that's because there is an open fire pit where all of the meats are being cooked Viking or pit style on little iron metal grates that are over these wood fire or charcoal pits. You can have one or two of them if you want it charcoal or wood fried. And you make the menu meat. What sort of meat would you like? That's the menu. If you'd like, you can get Some meat. There's loaves of bread and yelms of butter, but you get butter, bread, and meat. That's basically your stock. You don't have salads or little appetizers or anything else. Maybe you could have something like some sort of small vegetable. Maybe you could get stewed carrots and potatoes, almost like a stew. You know, because you're cooking the meat, so you just have a giant pot of just like this boiling, roiling, like it's carrots and celery and some leeks and onions and and beef, you know, beef juice. So you have like a stew. You have a stew, that's your vegetables. That's it. There is nothing else on the menu. It's like <clears throat> you can get steaks, ribs, chicken, and that's it, basically. And it's all fire-cooked, and you can watch them cooking it on this fire, sort of like they kind of used to do with that Mongolian barbecue concept. But then here, you just have some sort of slot or area where they call out the number, and then you have a server that either picks that up or you come get it, and that way then you keep people away from the danger of being close to the fire. Um, You have a ventilation system that's up in the ceiling, that's basically heat-driven, that's drying the heat out. Uh, In the summertime, you open up sort of the sides of the place so that there's some airflow with screens. And in the wintertime, you could do a similar thing because you'd be heated by the fire of the cooking in the middle. Now, it might get hot in the summertime, so I'm not quite sure how you'd mitigate that. But you do all of that, and then outside, you have basically a beer truck and the beer truck has water and beer then that's it and it's low rotating craft taps and high quality water that's it that's your menu and what you do is you pay for basically like you get a giant wooden plate tray of just this delicious cooked meat and then outside, too, in the parking lot near this thing are sauces. So if you want to go out there and get sauce, there's a thing that way it's kind of like look, you move around in there, you sit where you're going to sit. You move it like it's like an old school longhouse, like Conan the Barbarian style inn or tavern. And I thought that would work. I thought it would be clever enough and kitschy enough that people would be like, I'm going to go there. Um, Black Cat says, get out of here, that's my specialty. Boiled or toasted meats with root vegetables. Roasted, not toasted. Could you have a stand with turnips and beets? Sure, why not? Sure. You have a turnip stand or beet stand. uh, Your stand could be called Black Cat's Roots and Poppies. And it's there if you want some root vegetables and stuff that's out in the lot. And so that transaction is separate. But what I thought was neat about that idea is your core menu is the meat and the stew, but then it's modular. The trucks that are out in the lot and the stuff that comes through, it's supplementary to what you mainly cook, but those are separate from the other like menu, right? So you're not handling necessarily that transaction or possibly even the licensing for it. But they must be cooked in bacon fat to keep the hippies away. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Is this cut them bacon fat? No, it's 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 puppy fat. Ah! <laughs> and uh anyway I thought that would be a neat place, but now with COVID still rolling around, I'm like, a restaurant's got to be about the worst gamble in the world. So, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and not. Turnips, yes. Beets should be boiled in bone marrow. Well, see, you could take the ribs. You could take some of the rib meat that we get, and we could give them that. We could give you that, and then you could crack that open and use that marrow to boil, uh, your beets. <clears throat> now, here's the other side key to that. I was like, if you put that in the right area, and you had a giant lot outside, and you said, hey, this is kind of biker-friendly, I feel like, because it's simple and easy, and not, like, a bunch of froofy, dopey shit, you would get a rotating crew of people who just wanted to, especially if I put it in a place that was a between two places for people that ride. And there were a couple like that around here in the area that were successful until the people I believe that ran them just got kind of older and sold. And uh, it was the same thing. They were well-known for their ribs and their burgers. They had fantastic burgers, fantastic ribs. And then I think on Saturday, they'd have steaks. And uh, I think it was called the... I can't remember, what the fuck was it called. But it was a similar thing. And there'd always be, like, bike, biker folks stopping in there to get food. And then they'd continue on up north. So, like, man, that would just be cool, you know. Just as long as there's meat look I just I just want I just want some good cooked meat. I don't need this complicated so many places way overdo their menu and I'll I, I used to really like that bar rescue show until it kind of fell into the drama whatever you want to call it but I actually really liked a lot of the information that the John Taffer guy had about running those places. And they really liked that show in that regard and one of his biggest points was he'd go in these places he'd, God look at this menu you have too much to choose from on here like limit your options if, if you limit your options down but you have some variability so that like okay if you're gonna get a salad and you want but like hey Zykolos is here it says Aloha Zykolos, how are you man? Fantastic. Thank you so much for stopping by. How was your weekend? Zykolos? that is the famous German streamer that I told all you guys about uh, some episodes back. Very nice fella. Does a great job with his streams. Uh, If you're looking for a streamer to follow who plays just uh, some good uh, uh, campaign-style games, Really thorough, very chill, very nice guy. Uh, make sure you stop by and check out Zycolos. Uh, so you're just getting up. All right, well, I'm uh, for me, it's the opposite. I'm just about ready to go to bed. We have about the second half of the show, and then we're going to head on into nappy time land. <laughs> but you're very welcome for the shout-out. Um, you know, I don't know Zycolos, but the, I always think it's, kind of interesting when people that i have been to their streams for a while then go oh i didn't i didn't know you did streams and you did shows because i'm like well it's mostly talk it's mostly a talk style show and they do it fairly late at night but you should stop by i get a whole lot of wow you don't look like or sound like what i imagined you would (laughs) What? You weren't expecting this radio voice and this. <laughs> um, <laughs> but cheers. Thank you so much for stopping by. I hope your weekend was nice and I hope uh, that your week here starts off okay. <clears throat> Podcast folks, I tell you what, why don't you take a quick break and we'll be right back. <laughs> It's crazy the amount of stuff now that they run USB-wise that gets charged and powered over a USB cable. It's almost turning into the point where I'm like, maybe you should just make everything USB plugs then, I guess. I don't know. Like, I didn't wouldn't have thought that it would have been able to handle some of the voltage. Like a battery charger? Eh? But then I'm like, but on the same token, I can fast charge my phone... That's got a fairly high-end lithium battery in it. So what do I know? Uh, But the motorcycle battery charger that I got last summer, uh, the one time when I uh, left my bike on overnight and killed the battery, that was USB-powered. Like, what the hell? I couldn't believe that. Apparently. King Dinosaur says... Yeah, man, I didn't get done, but, but I will. I had an old friend come by today. I sat outside and I talked for a long time. Like She might be setting me up a cool project I'll talk about more uh, when I have all the info. But she's a character. She's our a, she's a original bass player my outlaw country band. Anyway, because of that, I didn't get, I didn't get to write much today. Uh, that's a suitable excuse. Suitable excuse. A new project with a good old friend and whatever. I'll let you off the hook just this once. I mean, of all things, a giant battery pack for jump-starting big-ass diesels. Weird. Right? USB. You wonders which of those days was the crazy one. I thought it was might have been Friday. There's a day where you're like, I have just had the most insane whatever day. I'm like, where I want to do the lighthouse zoom in. <laughs> Um, so speaking of writing, okay, the topic of today's episode or the title, hey, Senthrakaze says, yo, Kaze, how are you doing? I saw uh, some pictures that you had posted of your drives. You took some very nice pictures of some very nice scenery. Black Cat, uh, I think if you followed her on Instagram, you would appreciate her pictures. And vice versa. I think you'd really like some of the pictures that Black Cat takes. Uh, You have a similar eye and style and sort of subject uh, matter that you seem to kind of capture. Uh, I think you'd enjoy looking at each other's uh, photos in that regard. Um, Bill says, might have been the Tuesday to Thursday run. That was bananas. It was something. You told me that you had something that was just bonkers over the week and you were like, I'm still so stunned. I can barely process it. And this, I'm like, dude, the suspense. (laughs) 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 Uh, I think it's the same name. Senthrakazi, what's your Instagram? Uh, If you're okay with sharing that, Uh, type that out in chat so that Black Cat can give you a follow. Yeah, yeah, he started writing it up. It's thousands of words and almost none of it is covered. Jesus. God dang. Like, whoa. <pfft> Yikes. So, writing. While I was at this brewery with my friend, always the same name. So, if you're looking to follow CentraCase on Instagram, that is spelled C E N. T-H-R-A-K-A-Z-E. Santa Cruz, Kaiser Souza. No, wait. <clears throat> Cheers, by the way. Thank you so much for stopping by. I hope you are doing well. I hope everything is going fine with you. So the friend I was at at the brewery after we talked over some other various things i had sent her a text message at about three o'clock in the morning one day last week and the text of the message was basically i think i have a way to save our movie so we're at the thing today and she asked me she's like so what about this text message what about this movie i was like ah We get so anyway, I stalled a little bit. Might have been a little bit for some anticipations. So I was like, Eah. "Oh, you're driving now. Well, uh, I hope you drive safe. I hope your drive as well. Safe travels, shiny side up, all that good thing. And I hope uh, this voice brings you some comfort uh, and some company on your drive. But the the suspense, I'm like, eh." So she's like, all right, come on. Or do you know what? I was like, no, no, no. I was like, let me... Let me go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. And I will t- So come back. I'm like, look. I'm gonna lay all this out. Just let me finish. It's a little bit disjointed. I admit I was drunk and high that night. I couldn't... I wasn't having good luck sleeping. And so... Yeah, I took some gummies and, um... I had, honestly, after the nightcap, another drink. And so I'm laying there. And as I'm laying there, like, I could, because I couldn't figure out how to re wrangle sort of this story for this movie we had done to kind of fix some of the problems. And then, like, it all came to me. Just all the pieces started falling in order. So I laid it out for part of the way to fix it is by quote-unquote deleting some pieces from the original movie so number one you just have to flat get rid of some parts if you flat get rid of some of those parts and then you take some of the other existing parts that we had and you cut them into smaller pieces so that some of them are almost done more like memory slash throwback pieces well a different overarching story ties them together and then I sort of came up with a different perspective for the main overarching story and that seems to kind of fit things together and so I went through sort of the gist of how this different sort of tying together story would work about the scenes we would delete the ones we would alter and that really we only had to shoot one maybe two days more of actual footage and we would be done i said and we can use the different sets of equipment so that we can do two takes with your camera and sound and two with mine and match it up and see how it looks So, but the rest of that work is all going to be kind of on to you um it's going to be on to you and i know that's a lot of work And so we went through it all, and I think we're going to do it. I said, roll it around, think about it a little bit, but I think this will allow us to resurrect that project and finish it with the due quality that we wanted to. And she seemed to basically agree. She's like, I think your ideas are good. I think all the stuff you're laying out is good. She's like, I wish I could turn things around like that and just... And I was like... I don't want to say, like, I feel that's where I kind of missed my calling a little bit, but, like, I just had to push it away for a little bit. I was like, look, finishing it and allowing it to drift off into the, in, in, you know, in into the glacial sea, like, let it stew in my brain. I was like, dude, and it just came, it just hit me out of nowhere that one night. I wasn't really even thinking about it, and all of a sudden I was like, huh. So... Yeah, uh, King Dinosaur says that is exciting news. I'm kind of re energized about it. I think it will work. I've got to do some writing. We have to do some planning and make sure that the pieces fit. I re reviewed the footage that we shot, and I think it all works. I really do. The key is throwing out and throwing away some pieces. That's the key, number one. Number two is I'm completely flipping the protagonist. The protagonist is going to be somebody completely different and that told in conjunction with the rest of the clips we shot I think will allow it to be a cohesive narrative. So, that's why this episode was titled Revisiting It. Sometimes uh, you can't Biblebel well, says <laughs> can't be afraid to kill your babies <laughs> but I get it and it's true and in this case I feel like grinding and spinning the wheels on the stuff that we had that we had finished before wasn't gonna help um NH girl good to see you Krista thanks for stopping by how are you how was your weekend is anyone getting flashing when typing <clears throat> no I don't think so, but then again, uh, I have a different, possibly setup than you guys do. Um, it's some. It's sometimes hard to cut something you put a lot of work into, but if it's a hindrance, it's just gotta go. Okay, sacred cows made the make the best burgers. Well, and that's just it. <clears throat> some of the, I was ready to just say, look, we we did what we tried, and let's just let it go. And I think in letting it go and not trying to just go, what are we doing with it? What are we doing with it? How are we going to fix it? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? I had to, I had to turn the pressure off. Like sometimes that's the way I work. I have to just flip the breaker and be like, it's dead to me. It's over. And then later on it comes back because that's how I often solve solve problems. And I feel like my subconscious must've been working on it because I think it's pretty clever. And, um, I think, it, I think it will be good if we can get that done. And, yeah, the key is some of the scenes just have to go completely. They don't fit at all in the restructuring of the rest of this. So let's just completely get rid of them. And if we reshoot one or two small little pieces, and then we do one other day of work, I think we got it. So... Yeah, the subconscious does do a lot of work. I am, I am a big fan. Um, I read an interesting book sort of on that once. And the way they phrased it was, never forget the friend inside of you. That your subconscious, if sometimes you even address it and ask it pointed questions, but then give it time to work and leave it alone, can solve incredible problems. Um, I think we often get so tied into our conscious brain trying to work at and grind away and solve problems that what you do is you end up exhausting and fatiguing a very powerful part of our brain's duality. And the other one is the sleeping worker in the background. A tremendous amount of horsepower that largely goes untapped. <clears throat> Senter Kaze says, always walk away to get a fresh new look at it, right? That, take a step back, just let let it grow cold a little bit, and then, okay, let's relook at this, let's examine it. Let's see if it can be fixed. And so I think she was very happy about that, because she really did feel bad about it sort of getting, putting a fork in it and saying, eh. And uh, she's had some other struggles and stuff lately, too. I don't really want to go into that. But, yeah, that that was, uh, was nice. It was nice to talk through that because part of me was like, I don't know. Maybe I'm off base, but I don't think I am. Bill says maintaining the balance of not thinking too hard is critical. It allows you to let your brain work on things without having to trick it over much. Right. Think about a problem. Ask your brain about a problem, but then stop consciously thinking about it. Just put it away. Especially and get and that's where I like I always advocate for getting good rest. I know I don't often get very good rest. It's been a struggle, again, the way that the world has kind of changed, but I still advocate getting right like get good sleep because that's what your brain can do while you're sleeping. You can figure out problems. You can wake up with fresh perspectives. You can be calmer. You can like, And yeah, I know that the flip side for some people can be the opposite. You can wake up with worse anxiety and worse stress and all the rest of that. But I feel like in general, if you try to utilize your subconscious and how it solves problems and works on things, to revisit them in the nighttime, so to speak, can really help you. So if you're struggling to figure some stuff out like that or you're struggling on a decision, sort of ask your subconscious for help. You might even want to say it out loud and then stop thinking about it and like go to bed or go do something else. All right? It's counterintuitive, I feel like to the way most of us solve problems because well, you're not paying attention to this. You're not like but there is such a thing as paying too much attention right? You get tunnel vision. You get locked into, and, and and I say this even at work every now and then, it's when you encounter something that you start to think is the cause of a problem, you have to be very careful to not immediately conclude and convince yourself that that assumption is correct. Because then you're going to start trying to look at ways that that problem is the problem rather than keeping your eyes open it might be a clue to the bigger problem but you can trick yourself right you can build your own bias and be like oh what's the phrase uh sort of like the you know if all, if all you have is a hammer everything starts to look like a nail so you have to be careful you know i, th- I feel like i'm guilty of doing that a lot So, I feel like that's a, be careful with that, and check yourself a little bit. By the way, God, I love this gray shirt. This heathered material is just the best. God, I didn't get these shirts years ago. Damn it. So, that's, uh, that's revisiting it. That's a little bit of a weekend recap. That's a little bit of how I'm going to try to save this creative project. I need to find some time to go do some writing. Um, I don't. I got, I got to find a way to get it in this week. I have to. Uh, I don't want to lose sight and lose track of it now that I've kind of got it on track in my brain. So I got to get that in there. Got to get that done. Um, I also... <clears throat> and it's weird. And I don't know if you can tell... And I don't know if this is 100% responsible for it or not. But I did get these little nicotine pouches. And so I had two of them yesterday. And I had one today. I'm going to have one later in the evening. They're delicious. They taste like a nice mocha cup of coffee. They don't have any other horseshit or whatever in them. Um, they're precise milligrams. I'm going to avoid, like, I'm gonna be a little clinical about it, but, um, especially in lieu of potentially smoking as much, I think I'm going to start taking those because it does seem to, A, help me a little bit with my sweating issues, and B, I also feel like, much like a little bit of a component of smoking a cigar, you do get a little bit of the relaxing effect from the nicotine. So, I'm not advocating for any product, I'm not saying you should do this or anything, but I do know that if you are somebody who does smoke and maybe you think you smoke too much, but you are having trouble backing off on maybe the nicotine or whatever else, this might be something to try. I got a whole bunch of these boxes with like 20 pouches a piece for like 20 bucks. So it's not, it wasn't that expensive. Um, again, very nice packaging. There's nothing that's tricky about it. it. comes with labels and warnings all over it. Warning, this contains nicotine. Nicotine, you know, is addictive. But uh, you might want to try that, especially, again, or if you're in a place where you can't really smoke much anymore, or let's just say that if you're somebody who really has to do a lot of the masking up and maybe there's nowhere on the property or premises where you could take a smoke break and you needed it because it's you're starting to not feel so great. If you haven't seen these and you haven't tried them, you might want to look into that. So... There we are, there's the topics for the night as always. I can't believe this has already been 50 minutes. I feel like I just came down here and sat down here, but that's the way it goes when you are having fun on the nightcap. Also, by the way, if I were y'all, I would make sure to keep an eye on my mailboxes potentially around Wednesday to Friday. Boo boo, boo 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 boo. Black Kent is real hungry and needs to cook some meat, y'all. Yes, y'all. Um, some of you who won prizes, some of you who got drawings done. Uh, you're going to get some things mailed to you. Santa Kaze says, Oh, don't go. All right, we'll hang out for a little while longer. Um, I could also always go upstairs and stream some games. I could play some zombies uh, and then chat in the background if anybody wants to continue to sort of hang out. But that's was kind of the end of the topic topic. Now, <clears throat> if you'd like to continue to talk past that and anyone has anything that they would like to discuss put in the chat let's let's talk about it um you know i i very much sometimes love to just continue to sit and talk to you guys so you know if you're enjoying it and you're enjoying the company oh and by the way side note Absolutely, Katie tomorrow is doing like a whole afternoon stream fest. I think that starts at about 2 p.m. Uh, West Coast time and goes, uh, I think, till late at night. It's like 10 different streamers. So she's hosting 10 different streamers. They're going to be pr- uh, playing a variety of retro and indie style games. Um, she's been supportive of the channel. Uh, she's a very nice person. So um, make sure you give her a follow. You're going to work on this very important Frogger piece. Dude, it is. It is important. King Dinosaur, again, remember, remember the painters. The painters is spectacular writing. But cheers and have yourself a good night. Krista says, speaking of drawings. Okay, it was speaking of drawings. You want me to play a game? So you want me to go play, uh, you want me to go upstairs and play some zombies? I'm gonna go upstairs, I could walk people through how you do the, what I call the invincible technique, um, in the, in, in a couple of the modes, uh, and just shoot the shit a little bit. I won't be on camera, cause I don't have my camera up there, but you will be able to hear me, uh, and you will be able to obviously see me playing some stuff. So I can always go do that if people are so inclined. But cheers to you, King Dinosaur. Have yourself a great night. Talk to you soon, brother. Make sure you get some rest, okay? And I do have to finish the rest of this uh, glass of gin. What did I really think? About what? Senthrikaze. By the way, have you done any other? Uh, have you done any other art projects yourself at all? I know you're driving, so you probably can't type too much. Krista, uh, what do you? What are you curious about? What I really thought. Um. Trying to sort through my head. And the things that I have to get done tomorrow. I think that's going to be a particularly busy day. But. (laughs) The so-called art that I sent. Did I miss it? Did I miss this uh something somewhere, Krista? Where did what did you send it on? Sorry, I'm suddenly drawing a blank on that. Uh I am fairly relaxed. Uh it was a relaxing weekend for me. I think I could use another day of it, but I would like to, I'd like to, I'd like to have another day, but I, I feel pretty chill. Um, art is on hold right now, trying to get the money for new equipment. That makes sense. Um, do you do... Do you have a cab? Like do you sleep in your truck? Senthrakaze, does it have like a cabinet that you sleep in there or I saw it on Twitter. I'm sorry, Krista, I'm not it's not ringing a bell. I get I've so many notifications if not, like, Can you resend it or tag it to me? I'm not uh, uh I'm sorry, it's not it's not coming to mind. I'm scrolling through my mentions here and I can't see it. And I'm sure as soon as I do see it, I'll go, Oh, that. So if you can, can you re-tag me on that a little bit, real quick? So it's in my DM, all right, let me check my DMs. Let me check my DMs. Here we go. Oh, this one, your, your, this picture, I got it. You went through your Facebook memories and you drew this at a bar five years ago. Don't ask, you don't know what it means. I mean, it, it's just a, it's a house with like some giant, with like some giant trees and stuff. Like it, I mean, I kind of like it, to be honest. Uh, here we go. We're going to do this. So this is what we're talking about. This is the, <clears throat> this is the drawing that Chris is talking about. I mean, look, I, I feel like any and all artwork that we draw and create as human beings is awesome, because I don't know of too many other creatures on this planet that recreate stuff like that in terms of imagery that our brain has decided are important glyphs. Like, it's always fascinating to me. It doesn't matter what it is or how good it is or not. I love looking at other people's art projects and the way they draw. Um, so thank you so much for sharing that. Santa Causa says, yes, they're called sleeper births. You live on the truck. There's a part of me that really likes the idea of that because I sometimes like sleeping in like quiet little enclosed whatever areas. But on the same token, I don't know if I would necessarily like it because I am kind of large. And uh, (laughs) the house gets smaller at the top just the way kids draw it. So... It's interesting, because while, yes, it's the way kids draw it, it often ends up being mostly the way adults draw it. Because when a child starts to learn to draw, the process of your brain coming up with a glyph that represents an object doesn't have to be super complicated. And so, yes, you may gain some manual dexterity as you get older, but your brain doesn't really replace the glyphs. So when you go to draw something, you're drawing the glyph. We talked about that a little bit the one day I was showing the technique of drawing the Matthew McConaughey. and So part of the way you can trick your brain into that is to draw things upside down and backwards. Well, I noticed the tombstone, but I couldn't quite read it. Does it say that it loves you on it? I mean, look, there's this tombstone by the house. It's like The Sims. I like that the plants are like Jack and the Beanstalk style. Uh, Bill says, I was just talking with a couple tonight about renting an RV or buying a van and moving mostly into it. They were going to do that or you're going to do that? <clears throat> you really would love to move into a van? Like I I think like living in a camper or something like that or an RV would be kind of awesome. Uh, I've been reconsidering some of my housing options lately and... Yeah, we'll see. But there is something about living on something like that to me that is super cool. Um you know, like especially if you had especially if you had like like a box truck. Like if you'd live on a box truck, you could get to the point where you stop the box truck. Often they're tall enough so that you could put a bunk bed on the box truck. It was like you could put a little electric stove top in there. You could do all sorts of stuff. And then you get a little gas generator to put outside, or you could just power it with propane. You could just have a propane tank put it outside. You slide the door up. You put a canopy out. You got a little yard. You could sit out there. It's kind of enticing. Oh, Black Cat got kicked off for a second. What, what, what happened? Nothing happened. <laughs> Think like maybe with the flashing lights and everything else, maybe it's uh, maybe we're having internet difficulty. Does it say R.I.P.? Yikes! You were thirty three and drunk. I mean, it happens. You get paid to live in a semi. I mean, I guess there's no time. Bill, maybe that's what you should do. Bill, go get your go get your CDL. Bill, go get a CDL and then just drive a semi around. You could be the you could be a roving cigar club. You could be a roving cigar club where the semi trailer in the back is a mobile cigar lounge with humidor. Do you know how much that would fucking rule? Mm, black Cat's going to just cook some meat. I like how it's just a mystery meat. Not like I'm going to go make a steak or cook some chicken. She's just going to go cook some meat. Find hey, I found this meat outside. There's people this town. Just, there's free meat and they don't even cook it. And I scoop it up and I have myself a delicious snack. Mmm. Mmm, mmm. It's a little smelly, but I still eat it. Black you're my favorite. (laughs) Alright, I think I'm going to end the stream. I'm gonna quickly finish some of my uploads here, and then I am gonna go upstairs and play a little bit of some Call of Duty Zombies. So, I may see you all soon. Otherwise, I will see you tomorrow at another 11 p.m. nightcap. As always, stay safe, keep the faith, and all that good shit.